Alright, we are back once again with Unedited Portland, live from Portland with my friends. Today I have my friend from Portland Loves Pints, blog, web series, podcast, uh, Nick Phyllis. Say hey. Hey, how you doing today, man? Oh, you know, it's, uh, it's a sunny day in Portland. It has been really nice lately, which um, for a lot of people to me, it can be um, kind of deceiving. And, and I think a lot of the California migration happens because they, uh, they visit during the summer and assume this is how it is all year. They don't understand how long it takes for Portland to get to its summer. Once it's here, it, it's fantastic. Like, cool nights, hot days, it, it's perfect. It is. It just took like six weeks longer than it was supposed to to finally get here. Exactly. And now we're kind of in the, uh, the middle of the excitement. Everyone's floating. People are uh, having barbecues. Drinking heavily. Drinking heavily. And uh, that's good segue into why you're on the show. Uh, you, oh, <laughs> you had to get the regional alcoholic on here. Yeah, you host a, uh, a local beer podcast, uh, internet broadcast. Um, what's the name of it and uh, what got you started in that? Portland Loves Pints. And uh, it all started as a, a long max ride from uh, Hillsboro all the way out to Ikea. And uh, I was riding with my wife one night, and I said, you know, like, I'd really like to think that I like beer. Not like I'm a beer snob, because I, I hate that term, but like, you know, I've really only been to like 10 Portland breweries, really. Like, I go to the same places over and over, and I was like, why is that? And I never really figured, like, I'd never thought about it. Like, well, it's... I don't know, it's convenient, I know those places, I like what they have to offer, like, why go try some new place that I know nothing about when I've got, like, my... The places that you're used yeah, to. Yeah, my handfuls that I'm comfortable with, and, uh, I just started thinking about that, and I thought, well, that's dumb, because there, there's a beer, I'm, I'm one of those people that believes there's a beer for everybody. Right. And so... I just started thinking about that, and I was like, well, gosh, in a city where, you know, at the time when I started this, there were 40-some breweries, now there's over 50 in Portland, but said, hey, there's tons of places I've never even heard of, I don't know where they are, I don't know what beers they have, and so the whole web series sort of came out of that, like figuring out how to enable people to find something that they, in theory, can enjoy. Um, and then the, the podcast, you know, just, why not? Right. And, I mean, it, there's fun things. You can have people on that are fun guests to talk to. And early on, it was all, I was thinking, oh, it'd be fun to get. Because we actually have a lot of celebrities here in Portland. Right. Um, well, especially if you, I mean, if you extend it to the brewing. Yeah. And the beer, like beer celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. And so at first, that was going to be my focus was, oh, it'd be cool to get all these people on. But in a lot of ways, that makes it kind of inaccessible to the average. Like, they don't necessarily know who these people are. And, like, oh, like, if I'm worshipping this person, like, why? Why does that matter to the average person? And so it just became more of, like, a general conversation about beer, stuff going on in Portland, uh, things that we've been drinking or doing or brewing, uh, which the running joke for a while was, hey, maybe podcast, haven't brewed anything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we just started doing that regularly, and we're, I don't know, six or seven episodes into the web series now, and um, 
so that that's a little insight as to why you'd be on the show because um, this is a show for my friends whom I've declared talented Portlanders. Oh. So it can be bartenders, bouncers, celebrities, com- comedians, podcasters, and uh, but I also like to give people a little kind of preview of the people that are behind these these uh, talented uh, talents and whatnot. And uh, for you. I have to start off with the first question I've asked all my other previous guests. Are you, Nick Phyllis, originally from Portland? Yes. Born, wow. and, born and raised. Um, That's actually a rarity on this show. Really? Most people are uh, migratory to the Portland area. I, I grew up, I mean, I was born in Portland, grew up in Milwaukee, which is Still basically Portland. Portland. Yeah. Uh, which what isn't these days? When they say Portland metro area, you practically consider Hillsboro part of that, and at that point, you're halfway to the coast. Well, I, I'll give Hillsboro because they have a baseball team now, <laughs> but Gresham needs to stay the fuck out. Like personally, yeah, keep them in Gresham. And unfortunately, part of the Gresham still has a Portland zip code. <coughs> really? Yeah, that's not fair. Yeah, no, yeah well, not, not to us. Yeah, I, or, I or mean, Portlanders. I think we should just dig a giant trench, you know, or maybe the wall from Game of Thrones between us and, and yeah. Gresham, you know, and, yeah. and keep them out, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but <laughs> so you are originally from here, so, um, yeah. have you experienced anywhere else, or have you just pretty much been in Portland the whole um, time? Well, uh, right now I actually live out uh, in Forest Grove, which a lot of people consider the boonies, because that literally is halfway to the coast. Right. Um, but, you know, there's something to be said for small small town rural living and uh, having grown up in the city my entire life uh, it's a nice change of pace I'm so close I can come in whenever I want or I can go to the coast but I, I don't have to share my living space with uh, the other million people yeah and area. you know I'll be honest our hipster quotient is much lower out in Forest Grove so I feel a little little better when I'm wearing plaid I'm like no this is country it's right. not hipster it's not hipster okay and they might actually have a, a bait and tackle shop or a you know yeah. like I, I, <laughs> like if, country stuff if, you know that's true you know so that's cool um so growing up in the Portland area uh what it, what, what was it like for you like was this was this place always the weird quotient that they always talk about or has that grown over the ages? I, I don't think it's, it's really changed any. Like, yeah, I mean, I might call it quirky. I think a lot of people here like to try to make it weird. Right. But then again, like, I've always grown up with it. So, like, this is pretty normal to me. Like, right. Portland's weird. Unicyclers, And then, jugglers. I mean, you go and visit other places, and I'm like, holy shit, I live in a different dimension. Yeah. You know, like, you see a bike race, and, like, somebody's riding a unicycle in a bike race. I'm like... Yeah. Uh, cool. Cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and, and, I, and I think there is a unique quality um, to the city, and I think that's, you know, it attracts a lot of people, or it retains a lot of people for that reason. But uh, I, I think you're right in the sense that we, we... I mean, we're a lot like everywhere else, you know? Yeah. Everywhere else is kind of becoming the Portland of themselves. Yeah, well, and a lot of the trendy areas right. are uh, similar, you know? I mean... The Brooklyns, the Austins, the, yeah, know, the Northwest I, Portland. We might be a little less, <coughs> I don't know, urban, if you want to call it that, just in, like, the people living here. Like, I, Right. I, yeah, I'll, I'll come out and say it. I think we're predominantly uh, white. 
Right. Uh, there's okay. there's a bit of a less urban urbanization quality, I think, to Portland to some extent. Um, but you know, I, um, so growing up here, being being around here, uh, what what part of town did you, did you live in? Like, were you in downtown proper? Were you on the east side? Pretty much Milwaukee my entire life. We and I mean a little bit of that area I guess uh, we, we scooted outside Milwaukee we did Gladstone for a while so, uh, um, a little bit of <laughs> never sell wood uh, that was that was a bit too rich for my blood right uh, we live just about everybody everywhere in Milwaukee like we've lived in downtown Milwaukee we've lived not in downtown Milwaukee like right. three or four different parts Gladstone a little bit of Oregon City for a bit um it is kind so, of ironic you being a beer lover and spending so much time in Milwaukee. Yeah, you know what I right? mean. Being that's kind of the the hub of America, the American style of beer. You know. Like, well, even funnier is that for so long they didn't have any breweries. Like, really? Yeah. Now it, they've got Short Snout. Uh, I think there's one or two others. Right, and then in Selwood you have U Brew. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which so. those love those guys. Oh my god! Yeah, um, they hosted. Uh, one of the other shows that I do production for, the Brew Happy Show, mm-hmm. that you were a guest on, which is why I, I was able to contact you. Um, and so, yeah, they were great. Jason Webb and Cliff Webb. Two, yeah. Two of the best. Cliff. I oh my love God. Cliff. Cliff's the greatest, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I would have him on every show if I could. So, yeah. Well, so what I usually do is I kind of transition the second half of the conversation to the city itself, which is kind of what we're already doing. And kind of place, since you were from here, you know, I didn't have to yeah. bring you to the city. <coughs> but uh, the, uh, the city of Portland, how has it helped you in this uh, endeavor of, of promoting beer and, and being a beer bloggist or whatever? Well, you know, luckily you don't have to do anything but step off a sidewalk to find beer here. So we have a culture that's pretty enthusiastic about it. And that, I'd say that's the one thing I've noticed grow since being a little kid. Like, growing up, craft beer was Widmer right. or McMinimins or, to I mean, even to some extent, like, Henry's right. growing up. Like, uh, and a, I, a lot of people might be new to that phenomenon that Henry Weinhardt's used to be in downtown Portland. It right. used to be across the street from Powell's. Like, and it used to smell like beer. All the time. Yeah. And, uh, like, that was my favorite memory <coughs> growing up. Was the the smell of the city and the yeah, brewery blocks? Like, it, yeah, it smelled like a brewery. Yeah, and uh, I'll say that's the most disappointing thing to me now is you don't get that often enough in a town where everyone's brewing. How does it not smell like breweries? Right, and you and I go? think that's probably just the advancement of of filtration systems and the advancement of of air ducts and everything. Whereas I think uh, Henry's was just. A factory brewery that just was pumping out so much beer you couldn't help but smell it yeah absolutely know? and and nowadays everything's so combined can confined in these double jacket vats and, and some people don't want to smell it and, right yeah you know what but i mean you'll go into like a u-brew or something and there's definitely that aroma all the time yeah I, yeah, yeah i love that place yeah so and for people that don't know it's in downtown selwood it's got this it's a brewery a, a uh, brewer's uh, supply store and a pub. Brew on premises. Brew on premises. They have the license to be able to. So if you have a really good homebrew recipe, you produce it there, and they'll be able to keg it out. You can and actually fifteen gallons at a time compared yeah. to just the normal five. Um, 
Man, they're just so nice. So nice. Like, and they're you can have beers while you're brewing, which is my you know, yeah. motto. You gotta drink good beer to brew good beer. Which is funny because uh, the people hosting the Brew Happy Show right now, Columbia River Brewing, that's one of his rules is uh, don't drink while you're brewing. Because he, <laughs> he says he's over hopped a few things because he forgot <laughs> that he had already hopped. So so it's you know, two schools of thought, you know? But well, um it's been it's been easy in Portland to kind of market this to people. They're like, yeah, like I don't I don't know about these breweries. Well, why don't I? That sounds like a great idea. Well, yeah, why don't you? Right. And so, you know, the, to a certain extent, it really becomes more of uh, not marketing myself too fast. Right. Because I want to get enough content out there for people where they're like, oh, you've only put out six episodes. Well, I'm waiting for the next one, idiot. Like, right. This is like a side project, man. Like, I don't know how much time you think I have. If someone wanted to pay me, I'd be shooting breweries every day. So, so what are the what episodes you have so far? The one I watched uh, originally on the show was the Bruvana episode. Bruvana was our first one. Well, it's the first one we released. We actually shot with Humble Brewing first. Uh, right now, they're a small setup in Oregon, uh, one barrel system. Um, then we shot with Fearless Brewing out in Estacado, which not exactly Portland, but whatever. Good, yeah. Good beer is good beer. Um, for anybody that doesn't know Ken Johnson, he's a character and pretty entertaining. Okay. Um, and he's the Estacado brewer for, yeah. for Fearless. Okay. Uh, Jason Webb actually <laughs> worked at Fearless for a little bit. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, well, he was still operating U-Brew. Or is that a new no, phenomenon? No, uh, before that. Um, Jay worked... Because I remember uh, seeing the Fearless logo for a while. Jay was... Where was he first? He was at Saxer Brewing, which was like Westland, Lake Oswego for a while. And then, I mean, that's where he really learned everything. They closed down. And he, he went to a couple other places, was out in Estacada for a short time. And I think that's actually kind of what led him to this idea of his to open up... Uh, down in Selwood. A brew supply slash... Yeah, like, you're one stop for everything beer, basically. Yeah. So then we shot with Bruvana, then we shot with uh, Portland U-Brew, we went down to Astoria to shoot with Fort George, which uh, is what we're cutting down right now, and it is a beast of an episode. Those guys... Uh, gave us more good content than we know what to do with. Like, right. How maybe, have, you, have you thought of maybe making it like a two-parter? Yeah, we are now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, his, because of the historical element, uh, Henry's Tavern, we shot one with them. And okay. that's, that's another piece of what we want to do. It's not just breweries, but we have so many beer bars, bottle shops, yeah. beer tours. We have hop farms outside of Portland Metro. Yeah. Like, there's so much beer culture here. Yeah, is well, to expand the web series to that eventually. And and um and you know we have like uh, on the Brew Happy Show we've had uh, the beer traveler Charlie yeah. Heron who who you know when we first heard about him like uh, I was in a production meeting with Damien Damien Deviser who's host of the Brew Happy Show, and uh, we were probably looking at some footage and scouting out some locations. And we came across Charlie Heron, one of his videos, and and I have to admit, Damien was a little upset because he was like, "Oh my God, here's this guy coming in my territory." And in the bio, it said he was from Vancouver, so he's like, he's not even living in Portland. <laughs> like, how dare he? And um, so for about a week or so, he was kind of this like the ire for Damien. Like it was like this is like drives him to like make his show bigger. 
And so finally I'm like, well, why don't we reach out and contact him and find out what he's about? And he's like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. And I was like, well, you know, maybe you should. And he, he shoots an email out at some point and he, I guess he has this email exchange and he CC'd me on a few of them. So I was able to keep up with it. And Charlie was a really nice guy. Like nobody's mean here is yeah. the thing. And, like you if know, you want to not like someone, you have to go out, out of your way. way to be a you dick. Do. You do. <laughs> and so we bring him on the show. He's he's hilarious. He's gregarious. He has fun. He he gets the jokes because uh, the Brew Happy Show is about comedy as well as about brewing. You know, we're actually trying yeah. to have a good time. That's why it's Brew Happy. Um, we're not just hitting the nuts and bolts of the brew industry. We're getting down to the, the people yeah. and, and, and the livelihoods and the passion that, that is in the brew. And we realize the beer traveler is is looking at it from this, this more grandiose kind of the travel, you know, moving from place to place, experiencing new things in the beer industry. So the two shows are completely different. It's yeah. just they have beer in common. And then your show, you know, has beer. And I think what you're saying about how there's enough room there's so much things. There's enough room for probably 20 beer-related videos just in Portland. And everybody has their own take on it. You know, right. like, Charlie is very much, like, a part of his show. Like, he is he's right. the host. He's he, a character. He, he's a face to what he's doing, whereas what we're doing is, is all about the brewery or the business. Like, I, I try to detach myself as far away from their story as possible because right. I want it to be about them, not what I perceive Right. a business to be so that if someone wants to go and visit it like you're getting this uh, I mean hopefully unbiased experience um, yeah and and like with the Brew Happy Show it feels like Damien's like a kid in a candy store <laughs> you know he just wants to know everything you know yeah. he's pushing the dials he's moving it. I mean he's literally Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory you know he's accidentally getting into trouble and trying new things and he wants to you know and so it's it's through that lens that our show kind of yields all of its you know, nuggets of information is through this lens of this person who just really likes beer, you know, and he doesn't know all the reasons why he wants to know and he just tries. And so, with the help of Asha Sawyer, who kind of levels the show out a little bit, brings a little more <laughs> yeah, balance perspective. She, she's the balance yeah. to the show. And then, and then the new addition of John Paul from Paul Cigars brings a real business in. He's a man who owns three different uh, cigar locations, he's been in the business in Portland area for over 30 years. So um, he's a real kind of a rock, but then at the same time he grows six different types of hops in his backyard, you know. And so he's got this other side of like, hey, I know what goes into this beer, <laughs> yeah. and he can take a sip of beer and tell you what hops it is just by its characteristics. Have so, you seen that video of it's like I forget what it's called. It's like shit beer snobs say. Oh, like that's I like, one of, like it was it was the Australian. Yeah, it was Australian group. Is that Citra? Citra hops? I really taste the Citra. I was like, God, don't. Yes. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, we Aww. played we played a clip of that on the on the Brew Happy show. So yeah, no, the shit beer beer snobs today is was fun. But um, so Portland, you know, it's it's definitely it's part of the boom. Um, it's part of um, I think it's pushing the beer culture really well. I mean, I assume yeah. I, I haven't been to the Great American Beer Fest yet. Um, I assume Oregon has a very large contingent there. We um, seem to win a lot of awards every year. Yeah, and um, and I and I know the OBF is kind of the crescendo moment of the beer industry here in Portland. I mean, there's a lot of I'm kind a of naysayer. There's about a it, lot of Gresham douchebags that are out there, <laughs> you know, and I get that. But on top of it, you can't it is get rid of the meth. It's it's a little, it's definitely a a symbol for where this industry is going. I mean, the yeah. thing sells out every year. All the best beer is gone by Friday. Yeah, you know, and they opened up or. 
opened up. They're opening a day earlier this year. Right, it's a four-day festival. And capacity, I believe, uh, was increased as well. Wow, um, yeah, and we had uh, the Grand Marshal, John Foyston, on our last show on yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Who's also, I mean, great guy. I mean, you know, beer writer, Oregonian, you know, and, and you know, I, I don't try to talk shit about media, but you know, uh, Oregonian or the Oregonian's kind of a conservative newspaper, you know, and it's what okay. There's a weird shift. I can talk about that for Portland because the Oregonian hasn't been nearly as conservative as it is now. Yeah, like that's a, it, that was a weird thing growing up reading what I always interpreted as, I mean, middle lib. Right. I would say, and maybe that's just because we live in an age of polarizing politics. So, see, I grew up in Seattle, and like the Seattle Times is a liberal magazine or a liberal paper, and the Post Intelligencer was its kind of conservative counterpart. Well, the Seattle Times had triple the circulation of the PI, and the PI got bought out, and they literally only exist in a dual edition Sunday paper now and the only reason the building didn't get torn down is because it has this iconic spinning globe on the top <laughs> and the sale times keeps it as like a storage facility essentially <laughs> that's horrible and so yeah it's like the you know the evil stepchild to the the liberal paper that is the Seattle times whereas the oregonian is still to this day the only paper yeah i mean quintessentially the only paper and so it it's evolution to this conservative kind of style is is, is is like you're saying it's intriguing yeah and i I want to know how it happened. Right. Like, you know, I heard occasionally people say, yeah, that was a really conservative article. And I thought, oh, well, like, it should be. You should have liberal writers. You should have conservative writers. Right. Like, if you're a responsible news media, which we could it does argue that about. Exist, the, it, the existence of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you should have both. Cool. And then they just started leaning further and one further. One way. Yeah. But now the other thing I can say about that is, I mean, the name of the paper is the Oregonian. It's not called the Portlander, and I think we see through this lens of Portland. Ab- absolutely, when you think about Oregon as a whole, it, it Central Eastern is not Portland. Southern, you know. Southern, yeah. Yeah, and so so there could be some exchange of that. That since they did title the paper the name of the state, that they have to. I mean, if the Seattle Times was called the Washingtonian, you know, East, yeah. Eastern Washington home of Yakima Valley Hops, you know, yeah. is pretty conservative, yeah. you know, and so it's, it, it is interesting, and, and now we live in a media, like, I mean, I don't consider my media liberal or, or, or conservative, I've, I actually am a political science major, I consider myself a centrist yeah. in, in every aspect, um, I, I want to know where the money's coming from, that's a very conservative, you know, ideal, but at the same time, you I see, want... and when people label that conservative, I'm just like, no, you're, you're a responsible and <laughs> person it's right it's not conservative like yeah we're spending money i should probably know where this money's being spent yeah yeah and i I, got a credit card for that exactly and so um it it, you know and it's tough and so like you know i don't try to push my politics on people i end up through this podcast through talking to people it happens you know and it's going to yeah like at least you have an opinion right Right. right, and I, mean, I try to form it through, you know, being informed and having <laughs> and having, you know, specific information, and then I'm always willing to alter. You know, that's something I don't. Nope, sorry, can't do that. <laughs> Politics don't work that way. Right? Yeah, you gotta you gotta hold to your uh, to your to your like standards, I guess. But um, but no, this this type of media that we're doing is is it's 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 like the internet itself. You know, it yeah. doesn't have to be two sided, one sided. 
800 sided it's, it it's makes infinitely. it easier when it's a topic right you know like right I, or at least I feel like it is. So your topic being beer, being able to focus on beer. Yeah, like... Mine being the city of Portland. The the only politics that, like, have to be involved in there are, like, laws that affect governing what you're talking about. Like, right. what laws change Portland? Yeah, sure, that can get political, but it doesn't have to be one way or the other. Right. Same thing for, like... I mean, it's, it's not Portland or Oregon-based, but what was the last state to allow homebrewing? this year was it Alabama I think it was Alabama yeah you know like that type of like sure politics are involved there but it's not right. left or right or it's just like regulation and, yeah and taxation and what, what it means there, you don't have to take some like super super douche stance like one way or the other like awesome they finally yeah. did the right thing repealing a prohibition era law yeah exactly well um I mean, uh, we could talk about Portland and the beer industry all day. Um, my, my podcast is kind of a shorter one. I want people to, to listen to the whole thing, um, and so I make it a half hour. So I'm ready to transition you to uh, the fastest growing in popularity game, Questions with Mikkel. Boom! Um, these uh, questions uh, have not been prepared, so um, <laughs> be ready for that, and um, as well as um, they uh, will supposedly escalate in difficulty Ooh. as we go along. I will give you some types of hints. Um, I expect for you to get as many right as possible. If you stop getting them right, the game ends. <laughs> um, it's, it's a pretty simple cut and dry system. So uh, questions with Mikhail. We'll start off with uh, um, we mentioned Henry's, but Henry's isn't actually the name of the brewery. What's the name of the brewery that produced Henry's? Yeah, thank you for asking me this one. Now, I'll give you a hint. Uh, one part of the name is already in the full name of Henry's, if you were to name Henry's as it is. And the first part of the name is a German word, which uh, later was uh, used to describe the, uh, the Nazi style of attack. When they, when they entered countries, they would enter with it this... Was, uh, it was Blitz. Blitz Weinhardt, I believe. There you go. It? The Blitz Weinhardt Brewery Company, yeah. And so uh, Blitz, also the name of the uh, Seahawk mascot. Yes. And also... is Was it informed by that? <laughs> well... I mean, because, you know, they're Pacific Northwest and... Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, World War II, football gained popularity in the 1950s following World War II. Um, when people started sacking quarterbacks, it started feeling like it was a blitzkrieg of an <laughs> offense, and it later got uh, shortened down in slang terms to blitz. So, I yeah. like that. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, and now it's such a tame word, it's such a, you know, part of football that in 1979, yeah. when you name your... You forget how loaded a word that actually is. It really is, <laughs> yeah, no. Like, to blitz someone was about Bad. as, like, brutally offensive a thing as you could do to a Pretty human much. being. Pretty much, yeah, or to a country. Yeah. I.e. Poland. Um, so, question number two. Um, uh, we're, we're in Portland. Um, can you name for me uh, three of the breweries that are located here in downtown Portland? In downtown. That are actually producing beer. And some of them are not from originally Portland, but there are people producing beer here in Portland. So, well, I mean, originally Bridgeport. I okay. Mean, Bridgeport, definitely. Um, we've got Deschutes, but I don't think they brew at that location. Oh, they do. Do they? Do yeah, they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Son of a gun. <laughs> um, they just started brewing there, by the way, a couple years ago. Oh. They had a they had a coming out thing. Damien was there. It was oh. yeah. <laughs> no, they're not gay. They're just <laughs> producing beer in Portland. Like, wait, what? <laughs> but even if they were, I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, we aren't judging. Um, so a third... Isn't, is it Tugboat that's down here? Or are they on the other side? You know, I honestly don't know. And so they're, since they're, these... <laughs> they're small. Um, <laughs> since this, these questions haven't produced, uh, what about one that's in the name of your podcast? In the name of my podcast? Well, it's probably uh, not going to be called Portland, and it's probably not going to be called Loves. Pines? Yeah, they brew... Wait. No. <laughs> they, they brew in uh, Old Town. In Old yeah. Town. So there you go. All right. Uh, they uh, just switched brewers relatively yeah. recently. Recently, yeah. And we covered that. I think it was on Brew Public or... or yeah. The, yeah, one of those yeah. beer blogs. All right. Third, third and final question. Um... Let's go with, let's see here. Take a sip of my beer, conjure up this question. Great for podcasts. Anything visual. Uh, I think I, I'm going to make my next podcast 100% visual. You know, um, No audio whatsoever. Zero audio, yeah. Wow, that'd be wild. <laughs> Just a really long file that you have no idea what's going on. It's like Pictionary. But then, but then we still play the music on the intro and the outro. So yeah. you know when it starts. Yes. That's all you have. Beginning and end is That's important. That's it. That's really important. Um... All right. Well, Portland is uh, home to an eclectic bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 like crazy things in beer. Yeah. Um, I I just I want I want to do a beer related question, but I always usually just do a, a Portland one. So how about uh, where could I buy? A six pack of beer and a bicycle in downtown Portland. Ooh. A six pack of beer. Six pack of beer and a, and a bicycle. See the beer part, not not super difficult, but a bicycle. I'll be honest, I'm not a bicycler. <laughs> uh, not that I try to run them over when I am driving, uh-huh. but more like follow the rules of the road. Now, I, I, in my own mind, after saying this question, I only can think of one off the top of my head that would pr- pr- produce both of those things. Um, it's, it's a place where people often park when they're trying to go to Jeldwin Field illegally. Oh. Um, it's, it's, it's a chain. And it actually has a neighboring business that might also do the same thing. Really? Technically, if I think about it, I think you could probably... It might be a kid's bike, but technically it would be a bike. Ooh, I'm going to say you've got me stumped on this one. Well, that's all right. The game the game is fun. <laughs> so, um, I was thinking maybe Fred Meyer. There can, is a Fred Meyer there indeed, yeah. And you can definitely buy a bike you and can, you get a six-pack of beer. Yes, you can. So, that was very. That would be a very Portland purchase. I want to see how many times has that happened. That's an interesting metric. We need right? a contact. And then them. on top of it, a flannel shirt because they probably also sell those. I bet they sell flannel and, and then beer and sunglasses. Could you imagine if they sold sunglasses, a flannel shirt, a six pack of beer, and a bicycle? Does that person just get it free? Yeah, it's like the Portland or like discount. A super deal. <laughs> the thing about it is, it can't be sunglasses. 
they need to not have the lenses in there. Right. Yeah. There you go. There you Just go. Just frames. Can I buy these reading glasses but pop the lenses out? Yeah, for do me, I please? get and do I get a discount? Exactly. They're notoriously cheap. Exactly. All right. And a pair of chucks. They probably sell those too. Oh yeah. They, yeah. I, I yes, I've gotten chucks from there. So yes. <laughs> okay. Well, um now it's technically the plugs portion. Um the show's called Portland Loves Pints. Is that at portlandlovespints.com? It is indeed. Uh, is there anything else? Is there a YouTube channel? Do you... uh, we, we do have a YouTube channel. We've got every social media, basically. Um, but a thing to keep an eye on in the future is we started shooting a documentary. Um, and I'll announce it now. It's going to be called The Half Pints. Okay. Uh, it's about two breweries starting up. And it's basically chronicling their... Uh, Adventures or possibly misadventures. There's no real timetable to when it ends, um, and we don't know how it will end because it's a documentary. Yeah, it's I still mean, un- it, unfolding. It very much is true to form where we're chronicling events that will change how it ends. So, well, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Uh, oh well. Beep beep. That's my phone telling me that it's uh, it's almost time to go. Um, uh, as always, this show is produced by Knowledge Multimedia. It's always available at uneditedportland.com. Um, Knowledge Multimedia Podcast Network, which I made up. Um, and uh, please check out the Brew Happy Show at brewhappypodcast.com, recording every week from a brewery near you. And so my favorite part of this show is how I end it. It's called The Arbitrary Question. It's where I ask you a question where I know the answer and you don't. And it's basically for you to get it wrong, but um, it's okay. <laughs> That's your favorite part. It's, it's nothing personal. Um, but um, can you name for me, Nick Phyllis, the greatest place to drink beer in Portland? Oh. Greatest place to drink beer. Portland, and remember that you're not going to get this right. So. Yeah, well, I'll tell you my favorite place to drink beer. You can start with that. Which uh, probably would just be on the waterfront with a brown paper bag covering up whatever it is I'm drinking. Wow. You know what? In, in the era of people getting this wrong, that was one of the closest guesses. <laughs> but I'm sorry to say it's actually on a boat during Blues Fest. Ooh. Thanks again, Nick Phyllis. <laughs> this has been Unedited Portland. 